0: What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. We're going to have a fun show tonight. We're going to talk about all things Batman, basically. Uh, My cousin Dwayne Brickhouse is joining us to once again talk about Joker. Uh, He's got a very interesting take on it, so I'm sure you guys will enjoy hearing that. We're also going to break down the first episode of Batwoman to see if it met expectations or if we're going to keep watching it. And also going to talk Walking Dead. It also had its season premiere, and we're going to talk a little bit about Crisis on Infinite Earths, the big Arrowverse crossover, and how that's already starting to take effect in this round of the Arrowverse episodes. And then we're going to wrap it up and talk about Matt Reeves' Batman movie, because it is building some steam, a lot of casting rumors, and including this new one with Catwoman. So, what's up, Dwayne? How are you, man?
1: I'm good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me.
0: Definitely. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Um, your, Your other cousin managed to bite his tongue right before we press the record button, so Little brother, how is the tongue? Are you ready for a podcast?
2: Way to dime me out on that one. So, uh, if it sounds like I'm slurring, like I'm, I've been having like ten drinks. It's not actually the case. So, it, it's a not joke? that kind of. It's not that kind of Wednesday. But you know, <laughs> if I was on vacation. Yeah, maybe, maybe.
0: mm Hmm. Drink, wink. Good thing we don't have video on this podcast.
2: Oh, All right. Nah, be a, no no.
0: <laughs> so Joker said a big. October record. To me, this is kind of like CBS going with the, hey, our hit show is the number one show among Tuesday nights at 830 among the 35 to 50 year old demographic. Regardless, it set a big record for an R-rated film in October. Uh, I've seen it. I've made my thoughts very clear on the film. Did not like it. Uh, there have been so many crappy movies. It's my, not my least favorite film of 2019. But of the big blockbusters, it's pretty close. So Dwayne, you went out and saw it. I told you you probably would not like it, being that you're a huge major Batman fan. And you called me Sunday and you told me what?
1: I told you it was boring and that it was terrible. Um, I I tried to go in with a with a very open mind. I really. Honestly, I had no intention of seeing the movie. I talked to you. You told me. Um, you gave me your feedback. And as you said, you made it very clear. Um, I had a coworker call me and tell me how much he loved it. Uh, I had some free time, so I figured I'd give it a shot and just try to go in with a really open mind. And I was literally sitting in the movie flipping through my phone that I was so bored. Um, I think the pacing was kind of slow. It probably didn't get exciting until the end. Um, And at that point, you know, you had a lot of stuff happen. But by then, I mean, it still just wasn't, to me, wasn't a good movie.
3: Yeah, it
0: was, I'm not quite sure what it was lacking. Maybe it was just the fact that they tried to do it both ways where it's, hey, here's a very serious take on the Joker, But by the way, we're going to throw in some breadcrumbs for all of you looking for some Batman Easter eggs, too. What do you think about all those?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, okay, I will say this. Right. Um, I'm a huge Batman fan. Right. So in most cases, um, if you give me a little bit of Batman, I'll be happy. So I definitely was happy with uh, the way they ended and um, how they potentially could go into a Batman movie with the I guess with the darker style that this Joker movie had. Um, and just to add to the, I guess the one bright light in the movie, when uh, Phoenix went full Joker, and Jeff, you gotta tell me how you think about it. But when Phoenix went full Joker, I thought he was fantastic, and I thought, like, immediately thought I would love to see him go against Batman in a Batman Joker movie.
0: Yeah, it was. So you're talking about the, the scene where he's putting on the the white face paint, and then he beats a couple people.
1: I'm talking about the purple suit.
0: Oh, the whole all-out thing.
1: I'm talking full Joker.
0: You know, it's funny because I actually thought that scene right before I, I was seeing like traces of the the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns take on Joker. Like he had this really serious, sad look on his face, and it's like, oh man, okay, he really could be Joker
1: in are, a Batman movie. when he was in his apartment
0: yeah yeah okay
1: yep
3: and he stared in saying. the
0: mirrors yeah i was like oh okay and that was like you know clearly he hadn't been trying that at any point before but that was the moment in the movie where it's like man i wish he would be joker in a real batman film and yeah and it was cool watching him kind of play along and act crazy and wild like dancing on the steps i was like yeah that's joker but there was so much of it so much other so many other elements where it was we're going to excuse this take on Joker. And uh, director Todd Phillips just came out and said that for his version of Joker, he never envisioned him clashing with a Batman.
3: Right. Which I thought was so stupid.
1: Yeah. I think there's a lot of things I feel like, and and I could be reading into it a little bit, you know, after the movie, I've looked at some YouTube videos. I've read some articles. I do feel like they were trying to, touch on a lot of different things that, you know, current day, what we see on the news every single day. I felt like they were trying to touch on a lot of that, which I get it. I can appreciate it. Um, maybe it's not fully what I'm looking for. And maybe some of that is what kind of made the movie drag along. Um, so I do, I do see some, some things there that I think they could have improved with it. Um, To your point about the back and forth where he was looking sad and things like that in that scene, 100% agree. I definitely saw, I mean, and I think that's part of the, I consider that part to be part of the end of that movie where he was going full Joker. Mm -hmm. And you definitely saw him kind of go back and forth with kind of who he was and happy, sad, crazy, and really just chaos, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing I liked about it is I do think they had, And again, some of this is kind of looking back on it, what, five days later, four days later. I do think they touched on a few other things with just like, um, maybe like in the the Heath Ledger movie, where Joker had many different... um, Every time you asked him about his uh, background, he gave a different Mm -hmm. story. And I think at one point... um, you just you just got a bunch of different things coming out of this guy and i think when he was at the end when he was talking to the uh when he was in arkham Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and he was just talking about you wouldn't understand the story and things such as that Mm -hmm. i think they were trying to or i feel like they're trying to touch on just the the vagueness of his background
0: yeah it was it was really weird because to me i'm as a Batman fan, would you have gone to see this movie if it was called The Crying Clown?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Exactly. And I no, feel like they no. really tried to go, hey look, here's the movie about the Joker, but haha, it's not really about the Joker. We're gonna do this different, unique take on him, and it's gonna be so different that we're just gonna throw in some names like Thomas Wayne and Alfred and Bruce. And you're going to be happy about that, right?
1: I mean, I think they were trying to make you feel some sympathy for the Joker.
0: Which is weird, right?
1: Yeah. Which, again, I feel like that kind of, that's where I was concerned about how they're approaching, like, you know, just situations we see every day where, um, you know, you kind of get into the mental health, mental illness issue. And I, I, I don't know. I just thought that was a dangerous thing to touch on.
0: Yeah, and, and the way they handled it was kind of irresponsible too. Where it was like, well, he can't be blamed for what he's doing. He doesn't have his medication. And it's just like, eh, how about the dude is just nuts and is a psychopath and he doesn't need that excuse of, hey, he has mental illness and nobody cared about him and society just let him fall through the cracks.
1: Yeah, you get that and then you know you kind of lose You know, – we're all taught as, as adults or we're taught as children – um, that you're responsible for your actions and um, regardless of how people, what people do
3: mm-hmm. and
1: in this scenario you know, they were going out there that he wasn't responsible for his actions um, because of how people treated him because of, to your point, he wasn't on his meds or whatever it is um, because because he got a bad lot in life, he's not responsible
3: um, yeah. and
1: people were kind of celebrating it in the movie Yeah. And I think in your case, you had people, Never mind. But, um, people were just celebrating
0: it. Yeah. People were um, applauding in the theater during certain moments where it was like, Hey, you should not be applauding at this point in the movie. This is a bad is thing. Which is kind
1: of concerning, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, where are the exits? Because I need to see how fast I can get away from you at this point in the movie. So yeah, it, it was.
1: Yeah. And I think the other thing that you saw a lot of in the movie, um, Is this spoiler-free or or can I talk about it? Man, you can
0: go into it. Chase is never going to see this movie.
1: (laughs) So the other thing, you know, you see a lot of how he's interacting with um, minorities, be it a racial minority, be it a female, um, just how he's reacting to those individuals and just who he's around. Um, Again, you know, being bullied by those people or, or whatever. And again, it just really... I feel like they're trying to make a bigger statement, probably a bigger statement than what we want to see in a DC comic movie, even if it's a dark DC comic movie.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like, okay. I mean, there were definitely instances where there are people that look like him that were doing things to him as well. But it kind of felt like, um, hey, the, the first people that we see attacking him literally for no reason is a Latino gang. It's like what was the point of this? And it was just like Latin- no Latino
1: and black. Reason,
0: yeah, it was like they're just beating him down for no reason, just because he's trying to do his job as a as a street clown, and mm-hmm. that was weird. And then he starts obsessing over his neighbor, and he's black, and it's just kind of like, well, why is this? And then you know that that twist actually worked because. It made a lot of sense for a big question I had, like, why in the world is she so into him all of a sudden?
3: And because it <laughs> yeah, was, I was sitting
0: there like, are you kidding me? What the heck? And but it it was it also introduced that question at the end of like, well, what happens? I mean, he busts into or he's into her room, and I'm just like, dude, there's no way a black woman is leaving her apartment door open when she unlocked when she has a kid. Right. That's just not feasible in a city in a suburb no way that 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 would happen whatsoever so that was like come on guys
1: and and to your point um yeah it wasn't just racial minorities and females he did have individuals um but that kind of treated him badly um but they were really from a different lot in life right so clearly Mm -hmm. a different class than what he is a part of Mm so i mean there was a lot of classism and and, i mean it's just it was there's a lot there there's a lot, to, as one of my coworkers said. There's a lot to unpack in this movie. Um,
0: but I'm also wondering, uh, like, how many rich people are going to be like, "Hey, maybe we should treat street clowns better, or people who claim that they're my sons better." I'm like, come on, that. I know what he was trying to do is trying to get the masses to be like, see how the rich people treat us, and it's like, dude, yeah. you are not saying anything new. <laughs> Come and boy.
3: people,
1: you know, in the movie, people bought into it. People loved it. Yeah. Um, the other thing you have to wonder with this movie um, is how much of it was true. Um,
3: exactly. Because,
1: you know, there are theories out there is that a lot of this could be in his mind. Because you saw um, there were times, and you don't know if they're flashbacks, flash forwards, whatever. Right. Um, where he was clearly imagining things.
0: Exactly. They set him up to be a big liar at a Mm -hmm. crucial point in the movie where it's like, well, wait a second, that throws everything else totally up for grabs if it's true or not. And it's like, well, guys, Mm -hmm. if you introduce that one thing, how are we supposed to trust anything else that he's seen? Or I mean, maybe the dude didn't offer him a gun. Maybe he stole the gun from the dude. So it's like they open all that stuff up and just go, go for it. Try to figure it out. And, or,
1: or Jeff, maybe none of this is true, and he was in Arkham the whole time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. So it was just like they did so much stuff, and it seemed as if they wanted us to, to connect the dots for questions that they just decided we don't have time to answer. So figured <laughs> yeah. out. And he had two hours. So it was like, come on, man.
3: Pace it, it better.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was, it was super long. long to not address it. All right, so let let's move on here because yeah, we we could probably do a whole show about Joker and its many we many could. issues. <laughs> um, so Batwoman kicked off this Sunday, and I wrote in, I actually wrote in my review. I gave you a shout out. I said I used your your I trademark. Read it. I read it. oh, okay, it's <laughs> not
3: that bad. <laughs> like,
0: and I was watching it thing, and, you know, it's not that bad. It's not and, that bad. See. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, I thought the one. Maybe kind of weird thing was we've already seen her in full Batwoman garb with the red wig and everything. And we have to do this long extended flashback, which didn't end at the end of the first episode. So it's like, oh, boy, we're going to have to take a few more episodes before we get to a part where we've already seen her and the Elseworlds crossover. But other than that, I thought it was a pretty decent premise, uh, premiere episode. I didn't quite feel like this show managed to do much to escape the Arrowverse checkbox. What did you think about it?
1: Um, so, so it wasn't bad. Um, <laughs> uh, so I was concerned, right? So I want to see superheroes in my superhero shows. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping that they were going to do a long drawn out. It takes her three episodes before she's wearing the Batwoman costume. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely happy to see her get into the costume quickly. Um, to your point, it probably could have just started that way, because as we've seen already in um in the crossover last year, she's already Batwoman. So she could have started right there. Um, and I, you know, the only thing there is if she did that, they probably would have done a lot of flashbacks, which I guess they ended up doing flashbacks anyway.
3: Right. It's an Arrowverse show. Sure. You had to do flashbacks
1: yeah 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 you don't want to be exactly like arrow which is exactly like batman right Mm -hmm. um i do think they um and you know much like you put into your article i do think that uh ruby rose as batwoman does a great job on the fight scenes um i think that the supporting cast will kind of figure out. I do wonder what you're talking about where you say, you know, you might see some people in costume before you know it, except for maybe one. Um, (laughs) And then you move into the end of the episode. I do like how they roll that out quickly as to who her, um, her nemesis is Mm -hmm. because you don't wait all season to find out something. Right. So it does make it more interesting. It does make you want to come back next week to check out the show.
0: You've been reading Detective Comic, and you're picking up Batwoman. Did you like the change with her father? Because I really liked how it was set up, where he was still military man, helping her as her Alfred, but being a little Uh bit more hard-edged, and you got to do this better, you got to do this tighter, as opposed to the Quentin Lance type character, who's leading the police slash private security force, protecting and patrolling Gotham.
1: Well. Uh, you know, one episode in, I'm I'm not ready to to go either way. I, I like the dynamic in the comic, but one episode in, I'm not certain he can't still get there.
3: Um, yeah, sure, because
1: you could see. I mean, because in the episode right, he invited to join the crows. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, how long does it take? Maybe we're a season in. Maybe we're shorter than that before he finds out who Batwoman is, and maybe does end up helping us. Because you know it's always going to be, and you know you already have a built-in character that's going to help her. But maybe uh, he ends up suiting up. I'm assuming that's who you were talking about, uh, Luke Fox. Yeah. Maybe Luke Fox ends up suiting up, and you do have her father playing a dual role um, between Crows and um, Batwoman. Or or maybe something happens where the Crows fall apart.
0: That would be could would be
1: reminiscent be. of a storyline.
0: Yeah, I guess I I loved how in the recent Detective Comics, it was, oh, shoot, her dad is doing all this other stuff that we had no idea. And starting him in more of that role is kind of like, oh, man, you guys missed a really fun opportunity to have this big reveal of, oh, shoot, she didn't see this coming. We didn't see this coming. And instead, it's just like, hey, he's in charge of the police because apparently there is no Gotham police running around. What's the deal with that? There's no bullet, no Montoya.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you you know how it was with Arrow and even with Flash, right? (laughs) As the seasons go on, they'll start to bring more of that stuff in. So I think we will eventually see some of that stuff if the show lasts. Um, But, you know, you can't shake the comparisons. um, And we probably will be saying this, you know, throughout the life of the series. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you think about Quentin Lance, who you mentioned, and you think about Black Siren over at Arrow, right? So he's got the issue where it's not his daughter, but it looks like his daughter.
3: Mm-hmm. Or, well, he
1: did have the issue. Well, you're going to have that same thing, because at some point he's going to realize who Alex is. Yep. So you yeah. still have a ton of similarities there.
3: So I'm, I'm curious but, what they
0: can do that's so different to make it like, oh, this is a totally different show than... Any other Arrowverse show, especially Arrow. Yeah. They're gender swapping a few bad guys. Like, it's going to be Mrs. Freeze, and the main bad guy this season is apparently going to be Hush, which is cool,
3: but... What? Yeah.
2: They're just going to borrow from Batman. Mm. Okay. You don't sound like you're excited about that.
1: It it is going to be really interesting to see, and hopefully they do it, because i mean you know when i first heard about this i was really excited Mm -hmm. um to see how they can differentiate from arrow now i'm a huge arrow not a huge arrow fan but i'm an arrow fan Mm -hmm. um so i mean they did arrow right but again i probably love arrow because it's so batman Mm
3: -hmm.
1: um but they've got to do something to not to make it just not an arrow show
2: yeah what could they? I mean, I'm just trying to think because it's like it's written by the same or in essence by the same production team. What could they do that is uniquely Batwoman versus Arrow and uh Legends? I mean, well, Legends only because of the lead character. I'm just what could they do that could be so unique to this character they'd be like, oh, this is a whole different version of the show. I mean, the Arrow versus show. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> um, well, you the tough part it.
1: is, I mean, you got all the, you know, you obviously have a huge history, and I, I don't read Batwoman much. Um, my extent of Batwoman was when she was part of that team with Batman. Um, so I don't have a huge history with her. Um, but you have a huge rogues gallery from Batman. The only problem is you use some of them, the biggest ones in era. Um, mm-hmm.
3: And the uh, way
0: they're you know so what, protective Jake? with the movie universe is going to be hard to do anybody else. Like, they probably won't throw Riddler. Definitely not going to have Joker. Two-Face right. is probably off limits, too.
2: They could probably use Clayface.
0: Yeah, but Clayface is super hard for a show like that to do. But, but
2: you could cheat on Clayface a little bit. Is You just, I mean, you, you don't have him like the big blob dude, but you have him like kind of. Just the dude. Just to... The
1: person that changes his identity.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, not that they didn't do that on Flash before. Oh, just, never
3: mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know the the best villain that's probably around on Batman's road gallery that would have been perfect for this show is Black Mask. Because you wouldn't have to do too but much, then just a dude in suit. Movie,
3: right? Exactly,
0: and it's like, yeah, ugh, yeah. what are you guys on? Because Black Mask isn't necessarily the kind of villain that is needed for a whole squad of. Superheroes on. They can uh, go
2: the mob route. Yeah, he's just a goon leader.
0: Yeah, but he's not wearing a well, mask. Well, I mean, not movie. just
2: black mask.
1: I mean, I mean, Batman has a a pretty big history of mobsters out there.
0: Yeah, but they did that in Gotham. This yeah. this show is so. Hey, it's, Gotham. It's Gotham's late.
1: not connected, man. <laughs> and remember, I only have one season of Gotham history, so that that means nothing to me. Man,
2: uh, just watch sad. watch season three, three through five. will you'll,
3: you'll be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, this is cool. Hey, A well, I will did say that the one right. thing
2: I'm extremely
1: extremely happy about, and I mean, the ship hasn't sailed on it, so it can come back. But going into the show, I was very concerned that it was just ultra, you know. Women are the greatest thing ever. Um, Men suck. Uh, It's her battling all the men in the world. And I mean, you had the one comment, right? But outside of that, you didn't get any of that in the show. So I was pleased with that. Yeah,
0: that was definitely something I was kind of worried that they were going to lean a little too heavy on. Because that's not how the character is in the comic book. She's not a rah-rah feminism Let's do this thing, women. We can do it. Um, for the most part, she's just, I'm a vigilante. I don't really care about all this other stuff. I'm just trying to live my life. And it seemed like that was the case, except for that one line, which was kind of weird because it was just so, it will be perfect when it fits a woman. So is that woman yeah. anybody or you? So yeah. it was just
1: weird. Hopefully that's the last one they left in.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> that other one where she was like, I'm not going to let a man take credit for what I do.
2: But Wasn't that a good. voiceover,
0: though? I don't know. I thought I that, was that was a conversation commercial. she had. Yeah, but that's not good.
2: Well, well they described it totally. You, you remember that IMDB comment was there and then I think that, I mean, they're like, yeah, we actually are, I mean, like, we I know you put it on your Instagram for com. but it really, it looked like it was going to be a situation where they were going to try and lean in too hard on that and it was just sort of like, you're gonna really have a very narrow audience if you do this, so like I said, hopefully they did decide to scrap a little bit more of that than initially was thought,
0: yeah, 'cause that that's gonna be a problem if if it's a thing or every episode is some haha, hey ladies, we got this line in here just for you all, and <laughs> there's no like there's no other reason for it outside of look, we've got a woman who's in in charge of this show. And it's, it's just odd.
2: Well, I mean, it, the interesting, uh, another interesting thing is that was like kind of the critique on Black Lightning. Like, because it was like, as soon as you I mean, you said, that first episode was like, all right, you haven't seen the police. But as soon as you do, they're pulling over the black guy. I was like, wow, this is really sediment. Like, OK, everybody white in this train sucks. OK, we get it. Which I'm sure led to a lot of alienation on that odd, potential audience.
0: No, it had a. It did really well in the ratings. It was a big hit for CW for this opening week. So we'll for see how. Black it does. Lightning. No, Batwoman.
2: Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I was saying, like how Black Lightning in its first season, it was like, oh well, this is just a black show. We're gonna, everybody, yeah. all the white folks are gonna turn out, tune out of it. I mean, which almost you could have done in the second season instead of uh, the extra Twilight, Twilighty. Uh, teen romance that they did, which I'm sure lost a whole lot more adult fan black fans than you know, just hey, we're gonna do a black show that you know, every white person sucks, beside Gandhi. So,
0: who's shady, too?
2: Who's we knew it was shady,
1: yeah.
0: All right, well, let's keep it rolling here.
1: Chief, you probably lost all your female viewership
2: right there, by the way.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, don't worry. Jay's has already killed off our female audience. Oh, no, no, no. no,
2: Don't blame that on me. That's Gunner. Gunner killed the female audience way before I tried. No.
0: Long ago. All right, so Walking Dead kicked off this Sunday with its new season. We saw Michonne and company getting ready for war against the Whisperers. They've got these shields, spears. I mean, they've got, like, this military tactics going. It was pretty pretty intense. And then a Russian satellite crashes, and it almost burns Oceanside. And joining us now to talk about it is Chief. What would you think about Walking Dead, man?
4: Oh. Uh. It was it was it was okay episode. I mean, I, um, it was funny to see them uh, practicing their their tactics. Uh, which I, I mean, for me, so if you're practicing for them, why haven't you booby booby trapped your side of the forest? Like, I think that would have been my first goal. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it would have been a path. One path in, one path out, as far as, you know, the people on our side knew. I mean, we didn't see them dropping any booby traps. You just walk clear across, and then they walk clear across into their forest. Like, if if a road separates you, then that road has to be, like, you know what I mean? You can't just walk across from from, uh, North Korea to South Korea. It's just borders. Um, I think, you know, uh, some interesting dynamics, I guess, are going to take place. I'm not quite sure... Why Carol, who said she was going to leave soon, didn't fall back when the Watchers leader came out the woods. Like, you know what I mean? You ever you, you know, have that friend who who starts in trouble? And then, <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? They, then when the trouble pops off, they they, they kind of like slip into the bushes like that Homer Simpson meme. <laughs> um so if you're not going to be there for the fight, why did you get yourself seen? I didn't understand that. Um, so I don't, I, you know, uh, it'll be interesting, I guess, to see how this how this year progresses. I mean, last year ended pretty decently. Um, you know, as far as you know, the show got better uh, than it had been in a long while. Has has last season um, uh, ran through? You know, its its episodes. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to see how this thing goes forward. Uh, who's the next to, to drop? Because um, the way they <laughs> when they killed off them kids last season, I was just like, yeah, great episode.
3: So, <laughs> that sounds of the terrible on so many right? levels. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah I
1: know. they killed the kids. That made the show. It was awesome. Well, I, you I know think I mean, he cause... stayed out there. Um, well, I'm sorry, you're still going. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think she stayed out there because, um, I, I mean, we know Carol is is a badass, and she sees that lady, she wants blood. So, I could, I mean, obviously, you know, Carol's going to stay, right? Carol's going to go after that chick.
3: Oh, yeah. She doesn't want to hide. She's like, I see you.
1: Yeah. Carol I'm... wants every bit of that action.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm kind of blown that uh, Michonne is going to be leaving at some point this season because it's so much better. Like, if she left kind of like, ah, during the middle of the Savior's thing where it was just kind of spinning its wheels, I'm like, I understand. But, man, it's gotten so much better these last, this last season and this kickoff to this new season. It's like, man, we should stay and they bring – I mean, Maggie's going to come back. We know that she is – Whiskey Cavalier is done, so Lauren Cohen is coming back. It may not be until season 11 but she will be returning, which is good because if we have to lose Michonne, at least we get Maggie back. Yeah. So what do you think of the episode?
1: I think the episode was good. Um, I definitely I want to watch it again. It was one of those episodes where a lot of little things happen that if you're not fully paying attention, you may miss some of the, the commentary. You got some of the flashbacks going on. You got some of the little side conversations going. Um, All the while, you have this um, big disaster heading their way um I do like how they kind of how they taste the show where you know you're at seaside and all of a sudden uh Eugene calls in then you go to Alexandria and you have all this stuff going on, and then all of a sudden Eugene makes the call mm-hmm. and I think you had another scene about that as well and then I thought the the fight scene um was was a great scene. I mean there was tons of action in it. Um, there's a lot of background and then you also had at the end of the show, um, you know, the little scene with, um, the whisper. Mm-hmm. So I think it had some stuff in it, had some things in it that you kind of got to go back and take a look at. You had the action that we all want to see in the walking dead. We always want to see the fight scene. Um, and then you had, you know, something to pull you in for next week.
0: Yeah, Exactly. My favorite part of the whole episode was when Carol took the Walker and used his blood to pour out some <laughs> of the, the flame. like Carol, you are yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. James, what do you think about it?
3: Uh,
2: I, I I I liked it. Um, I liked how, to, like I so said, they started off getting there like a little three hundred on, looking like they're ready for war, like that. that was just uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I I, I like that they did kind of. They kind of had, like, because of the wa- whispers, you even just like seeing the, like just that mass come through the water, that kind of almost like, oh, goodness. It's like, if, if, you, if, even though we know we've kind of advanced the story a little bit, we're like, wait, how did whispers just kind of infiltrated their whole camp and they don't have a clue? One hey, thing, Chase,
0: Chase, did they really go, oh, goodness?
2: Oh, well, I mean, I can I don't want to use too rich a language here, then.
0: Oh, oh, goodness. Oh, 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 too? Oh, oh,
2: heavens to mercy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> in, in that you go like, Oh, okay. These guys, I mean, the whispers could be, could be back. Like, I mean, like you just saw like, their little freak out, like their PTSD moment. Like we thought we were good. They, we thought they just left, we, but now we're, 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 we're trying to figure out if we're panicking two communities or we're just going to try to act like nothing happened. Just like kind of how Rick would do it. Just keep it close to the vest and we'll panic everybody when it's time um get them ready yeah, yeah. I, I i think what I, I liked a lot about it was it it starts putting a like little seed to like megan's like hey eventually y'all are gonna come to me i don't know when really? it's gonna happen but y'all are coming to me because eventually y'all are gonna know that i'm the only one that can actually truly get you to where you need to go like, you guys are going to play this all night, nice and I'm going to have to be the one to tell you, hey, you guys need to be prepared for war. You
0: need to take some spiked bats
2: to heads. I mean, hey, hey got to let folks know. Suckers got to know.
3: Thank
2: uh, yeah. you. And, and I also like how they waited till the end of the episode to show, like, Alpha is just like, hey, Carol,
3: how you doing? Dude, she like, was
0: out there sunbathing. She was like, "Hey, this sun is so great. Oh,
3: mask off, just that's like, ah. absolutely disgusting." <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I'm about to chill on these rocks and get this sun, baby. Oh, there's Carol.
2: Hey, how you doing? Did Did you yeah. like my present? No. Right. Okay. Well,
0: I'll see you later if I see you. See you when I see you. All right, Chief. Have you decided to get on this DC universe yet?
4: Uh, we're part of the DC Universe.
0: Have you subscribed to take advantage of these shows like Titans, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, R.I.P., mm-hmm. and all the other stuff that's coming?
4: So, I saw the first season of Titans mm-hmm. um, back when it played. Right. Um, I think talking to you all, oh, they said they was only have one season of Swamp Thing.
3: Yep.
4: So, I never, I never watched it. I hate... Watching something for one season, um, like I haven't even watched the 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 third season of Daredevil, nor have I watched the third season of Jessica Jones, knowing that they stopped them after those seasons. You know what I mean?
0: I see. I thought you would have stopped watching Jessica Jones after Jessica Jones' second season.
4: Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like I probably would have watched it, but I'm just saying that like, knowing that they canceled it, it brings me no joy to watch. So. Uh this uh so I, I didn't see Team Titans the second season. I need to watch that, but I saw the first season which uh wasn't bad.
0: Perfect. So we're not gonna spoil anything since you actually want to watch it, but fellas, let's let's talk about Titans so far, season two. We had uh, episode five, I guess it was now, and in five episodes, this is already one of my favorite comic book seasons. Dwayne, what do you think about it?
1: I got to agree with you. Um, I mean, I'm a little disappointed uh, in all the um, cliffhangers they have, only because, you know, not like some of the other shows that get dropped. I have to wait another week before I'm able to see the next show. Um, But they've done a really good job of bringing you back every single week. Um, I like the characters and how they've kind of laid them out. I do have an issue, as I told you last week, about the fact that they're not wearing costumes. I want my superheroes in costume. Um, But, I mean, there's, if anything, that's the only thing I can complain about. Pumped about what Deathstroke's going to bring. Pumped about the fact that they're starting to show, uh, oh, like, the fight scenes are fantastic. They broke out some um, use of powers with Starfire. So, oh, and Raven. Forgot about Raven.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, And you're starting to see some... Some uh, some hints of what Nightwing's gonna be too. So, I think they're really doing a good job this year of um, of bringing Titans in for the second season.
0: Yeah, and like you said about those cliffhangers, they are <laughs> insane. I'm like, shoot. There's a point in every episode where I'm thinking, oh man, we're running out of time on this episode, and this looks like a perfect point for them to ah, there go the credits. And <laughs>
3: it's like ah.
0: So, Chief, you're actually in a far better position than we are because you can just zoom through and catch up. I would probably recommend that you start watching with this Friday's episode because it'll answer a big cliffhanger from this previous Friday, which was ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, they've done so much better than the first season. This first season kind of felt slow, but this second one has been... Really good, and Dwayne, like I told you earlier, they are going to have some costumes for characters who we've not seen in costume yet. So they are coming. We will see them in costume as the season progresses, and one character is just a t-shirt away from getting his costume, quote unquote. So we'll yep. see him this week.
2: Oh yeah, so, yeah. And just and just another oh, nice. warning: don't don't decide to start watching the show at like nine o'clock. Because that's just going to be a bad look. Because you are going to all of a sudden like, oh, it's four o'clock, and I've just watched like as many Titans episodes as possible. <laughs> like, yeah, don't
0: do it. You could, Chief. I mean, you know, who, who are we to tell you not? So let's let's go here. Matt Reeves is doing this Batman movie, and apparently, it's going to be an adaptation on the Long Halloween, which is one of the best Batman stories, and that's where Batman is trying to figure out who the holiday killer is because he keeps killing people on holidays. And so we know Robert Pattinson's in it. We're pretty sure Jeffrey Wright is confirmed to be playing Commissioner Gordon, but we don't know anybody else. Maybe Jonah Hill's going to play Riddler. Maybe he's going to play Penguin. Now, Matt Reeves wants to make sure that this film is diverse, so he is looking for an actress of color to play Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. So guys, um, there's some names rumored like Rihanna, uh, maybe Zendaya, but who would you want to see play Catwoman in this Batwoman or Batwoman Batman film opposite Robert Pattinson?
2: Okay, yeah, okay, I got I got two strong contenders. Okay, what you got? I got Jessica Lucas. From Gotham, mm. Tabitha.
0: She did use a whip. Okay, I'm gonna...
2: Yes, yes, she did very effectively. Uh, and he's he, he, uh, what's what's the name? Uh, Laya Kiba. K- you just said
0: you had two, and then you go, who is it?
2: Well, I, I got like a, a list of a couple, but you okay. know I'm, I'm trying to. I said two, so I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go with. All, All right. Who's your second one? So uh, her name is Laya Khadib. K E D Khadib, She's from Lord of War. I'm sure you watch that movie, Jeff. It's bad. Nicholas Cage.
0: Now Chief is the the Nicholas Cage fan. But <laughs> uh, she she's Lord
3: got a tall, sling-
2: yeah, she's got a tall, slender look. Okay. So. All right. So, those those are my two.
0: Those are your two. Dwayne, you got any options?
2: Dude, I have no
1: idea. That's that's <laughs> probably not my strong suit knowing the actresses that are out there.
0: All right, Chief, you got somebody you want to cast in this role?
4: Um, well, I was thinking of is uh, it a, a TV show?
0: Uh, no, it's gonna be the movie. You know, with your boy that you're not very happy about. Being replaced Ben Affleck.
4: Oh, no. Oh, shit. Um. Nicole Bahiri. Ah.
3: Uh, from uh, Grimm? No, no, she's not she Grimm. She was on
4: uh, um, Sleepy it? Hollow. Yeah yeah yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's
4: a good one. Um, I'm still a Zazie Beats. Is it Zazie Beats? Yeah. Um
0: but well, she's worked in the DC universe already.
4: Um, what's the girl? Matter of fact, even the girl who plays uh on the Cloak and Dagger show, she was uh Cloak's girlfriend for a minute. You ever watch that show, Cloak and Dagger? Uh
2: you talking about the the girl the high school girl?
4: uh well, I mean, she's yeah, I mean she I guess I guess,
2: schools,
4: school. I guess they
3: were in high yeah. school, so I guess they had to be her. Okay. Um hold on, let me give you her name. Uh is Cloak and Dagger
0: Because I did watch the second season. Uh Noelle Bercy. Okay. Let's see here. And she was so, Cloak and Dagger. Um, to answer your question, um, no idea yet, Jace. Okay. They are gonna be showing up on Runaways, and we don't know about season three yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> like all so, those, I think she
4: can, she can be in there. Like well,
0: any any one of those. I mean, we do. Okay, all right. So now that we got the casting out the way. Last last big question for you, because I definitely want to hear your thoughts on this, fellas. Brie Larson, who played Captain Marvel, of course, in Captain Marvel and Avengers: Endgame. Has announced that she and the other female cast members of the Marvel Studios universe have definitely told Kevin Feige that they want to star in an all-female movie for Marvel Studios. Dwight, what's your take on that? You looking forward to seeing like an A force <laughs>
1: film? Um, I'm I'm in for it. I'm down. Um, again, I don't want to see them do what I was hoping Batwoman wasn't going to do, which is um male bash
3: mm-hmm.
1: like if they want to do a movie do a movie i mean it's not like there haven't been male superhero movies right right um so i'm i'm all for it um but i mean we talked about the scene at the end of avengers
3: i know you loved
1: it Endgame. it was terrible
3: <laughs> it was
1: terrible the scene could have been fantastic if they just took out a few words we could have seen it we could have known what's he didn't have to say it. Let's um, do what the men can't do. Yeah. <laughs> She's not alone. Like, come on, man. Um. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, never mind. Like, Wolf was, she missed her opportunity to take care of the van. She should have been protecting the van, but no, she has to be in that scene. <laughs>
3: But anyway, like if they want to
1: do a movie because they got a lot of great characters. I mean, it's unfortunate that um, Black Widow wouldn't be able be a part of it. Uh, Well, who knows? But um, yeah, I'm I'm down with it.
0: Chief, what's your take on that?
1: An old girl's Marvel movie?
3: Yes,
4: (laughs) I love it. I can't wait till it comes out, Chief.
0: And why are you so excited about it?
4: Oh, man, girl power. It's That's what it's all about. It um, should be good. I mean, you know, I can't wait till they do this. You know, Marvel always does it right. Let's go, girls.
0: Wow. I mean, I can almost hear the rattling of the script that you're reading from. Jay, so the question I have for you is, a lot of these female characters have been kind of, partners-slash-sidekicks-slash-complementary heroes to the male heroes. Okoye, Shuri, Black Panther. Um, Captain Marvel is the only one, basically, who is a standalone hero. Wasp is kind of, sort of like that, because she doesn't necessarily need Scott to do things, but how could they create a scenario where Nebula, Gamora decide and mantis decide hey let's go hang out with captain marvel and wasp and and uh, everybody else
2: how okay okay Let, let's let's go with the bigger pictures like how are you going to get them all in one world to actually fight one villain like that's what i just asked that was my question i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't, you didn't
1: frame it yeah well you can't answer a question with a question.
3: Exactly.
2: I thought that's how you did all the all of the interviews. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, okay, because Captain Marvel's powers are so much bigger than any of those guys. Any, any. I mean, almost better, better, bigger than anybody in the Marvel universe at this point. She'd be almost had to be used just like she was in Avengers Endgame. It's like, okay, I'm I'm here for cleanup. It's like Surrey is tech. You know, behind the scenes, uh, Valkyrie is a drunken mess. Which she would, she would be the most entertaining person, but now she's running Asgard. So, uh, and I guess you'd have Wanda in there, and maybe um, Wanda in there. Yeah, I'm like okay. So then, um, and maybe Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh yes, absolutely. Ooh, yeah, bring her back.
3: Yes. yeah
2: yeah, like that. I, I know, yeah. Uh, so, wait, I, I'm just like, the interaction on the on this cast just seems forced, it almost seems forced to me. Because it's just oh, like, wait. it's like, that, I mean, like, as much as, I, I had no problem with that scene in, in Avengers because it's like, all of them did have very different powers and Scarlet Witch had shown that's like, hey, I, I can mess with Thanos. Like, I, these guys aren't any deal-breaker and, deal and, you know, Rescue can knock some people out but other than that one occasion it's just like oh uh, what What i mean what else are you all going to do together like i mean if you're going to protect wakanda against something maybe but other than that it just seems like what and I, I i i know if marvel puts the creative minds and marvel put their mind to it they can come up with a scenario it's just me who is not paid that, that millions of dollars to come up with a script cannot find a script to make this work
0: maybe they have enchantress make all the men blubbering idiots and it's up to the women to save the day
2: do do you know how many men would go to that movie just so they could throw stuff at the screen
0: you and gunner i not know i know for sure chief wouldn't because he's gonna he's very much looking forward to this movie
2: he'd, he'd, he'd be there you know this is the greatest movie ever Keep reading this in the script. Yes, greatest movie ever. I will see it three times. Can I get my dog back? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> this dog is not coming home. All right, last thing here, fellas. Gemini Man opens this week. It's Will Smith going against Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, I've seen this movie. I'm going to post my review very soon. But just from the premise of an older Will Smith taking on a younger version, are you guys excited about this? This premise and this movie, Chief.
4: I, I I don't know, man. I don't know what's happening with me. Like I've no desire to see this movie. Um, I haven't. You know, I just I just have no desire to see it. It's it just I don't know what's wrong with me, man. Um, I feel like I I'd rather watch After Earth. Whoa! <laughs> wow! You go too far. Wow, I'm just saying, man, it just it just in a sense it just looks kinda cheesy, man uh now, I haven't read your review, maybe your review will turn me around. I have no idea, but just uh from the from what I see on the um the trailers it just it just it just didn't give me any man, I gotta go see that, you know, I didn't feel anything uh-huh. like that. Matter of fact, I think the best movie that I I probably have seen, you know, since Avengers came out was probably Crawl. And I don't I don't think Gemini Man is going to top that.
0: <laughs> I won't say anything. Uh, Dwayne, how about you?
1: Um, I want to see it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Did well? I know you said you wouldn't say anything, but did you like it or not? You don't have to give me uh, detail.
0: Um, I won't be watching it again. Okay. Do you remember uh, Superman's mouth in Justice League? Yeah. Mustache uh, CGI removed?
3: Yep. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. Chase, okay. what's your take on it? I get it.
3: <laughs> I, I,
2: I want to see it because it's like it's Will Smith who I, I like most of his movies. Um, and Clive Owens, and Clive Owens, if anybody, and Clive Owens, for anybody who saw what was that, uh, author or what was it, what was it, King Arthur, where he basically had to strap the whole movie onto his back and make it slightly passable. I love that movie.
0: oh somebody uh, had to yeah somebody
1: did <laughs> dude i own it
0: do you really i do wow oh okay. man
1: there, there's been many many a night or day where i break that movie out i'm surprised i don't have it on my ipad
0: wow okay have you seen Excalibur? no okay
3: okay okay all right, go ahead, Jace. Yeah, <laughs>
2: but again, okay, Clive always he he can take. If you give him good story material, like what was that? Uh, Children of Man, I, I I had no use for, but most stuff he's in, I actually enjoy. So the two of them should be able to raise the level of a even a mediocre script. So I, I'm I'm gonna try and see it.
3: Okay.
0: Well, I I cannot wait to hear what you guys think about it when you see it. All right. So, last but not least, do you guys have any nominees for Dummies of the Week?
3: Uh, no paper rattling. In,
0: I got. Yeah.
2: I got this. This one is. Uh, uh, I, I. I know my two political folks would be saying somebody, but I, I'm. This is a entertainment show, so I'm gonna say I don't have a Dummy of the Week this week. All
0: right, Chief, you got anybody?
2: Um
4: what's his name? Monte Burfick? <laughs> oh yeah. man, this this dude here that see the suspension was upheld. So what is that a uh, a year ban from football?
3: Uh-huh.
4: Wait, they banned him he for won- a year? Yep. Yeah. And to put that in, he's lost over four million dollars and fines. Imagine getting fined when you lose four million dollars and you keep doing the same damn thing. So mm-hmm. I, I you know uh he's gotta be the dummy of the week just because his inability inability to learn. Like he's like special needs or something. I <laughs> I don't understand that. Um why he can't get that through his head that you know, you can't headhunt. You can't do none of that stuff, man. It's a different NFL. Um, I mean, who 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 gets four million in fines? Honestly, I mean that, that doesn't even make sense on no kind of level. Four, you've left four million dollars on the table because you like to you like to hit dudes high for what? So he's my he's my dummy of the week. You know, suspension upheld. You're out of football for a year. I mean, this football is a young man's game. And you, sir, are not going the opposite way. You are not Benjamin Button. So pretty soon, <laughs> you will have played yourself, you will find yourself out of football. And uh I just don't get it. I mean, I just, you know, I don't understand it. I mean, it's not for me to understand, but I don't understand it. So, yeah, Vontez Burfecht. You know, you. Enjoy, enjoy your suspension, my friend.
2: He's got a whole year to learn how to hit people legally. So,
4: and he won't. the four million doesn't teach you <laughs> sitting out, sitting down for. You know what I mean? If, if you used to get spanking, and then somebody says, "Well, we're gonna put you in time out instead of spanking you," that's that's not really gonna do anything. You're like, "Shoot, this is nothing." Staying there for fifteen minutes, uh, okay? So it is what it is. He'll get his. You know, he's cool. He'll be back next year, and they'll suspend him probably for 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 the rest of his life next year when he
1: comes back.
0: So. And, and the first game of the season, hit somebody. All right, Dwayne, you got anybody?
1: Um, I'm I wasn't prepared for this question, but um, I, I'm still trying to to get some more information and just get a better understanding. But but I guess all the issues going on with the NBA in China right now.
3: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Like I guess that what the GM made the comment while he's still in China, like that probably wasn't a great decision. No. <laughs> um. Now, free speech, right? I get that. I'm down for that, obviously. But I mean, you gotta know where you are when you're saying stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's gotta be careful. You better get out of there.
2: <laughs> like there's a nice prison labor camp for you here.
1: Yeah, but it's clearly causing a lot of issues.
2: Absolutely. So, yeah, that's a good one. It'll
1: be interesting, man.
2: Uh, NBA's already lost, like, basically all their preseason games and all their partnerships in China are on suspension because of that comment.
1: So Yeah, you know, now it's impacting individual NBA players. I just saw something pop up on Instagram about um, that shoe company. I don't know how to say it, ANTA. Um, they're not – they're, like, halting negotiations with some of their uh, players. So that's wow. going to hurt someone's pocket. Man. I mean, it's one thing when you hurt the NBA's pocket. You're hurting an right. individual's pocket.
3: So
0: he's not going to get a lot of fruit baskets for Christmas this year. No. Yeah. No. My dummy of the week is Richard Sherman, who has been amazing as a 49 oh. But this whole <laughs> handshake gate with Baker yeah. Mayfield is ridiculous. Like, he came out and had this huge... He had this really huge thing at the press conference where he was saying, "This dude didn't just this, this dude didn't respect me. He didn't shake my hand. His BS. is college level. He ain't beat anybody." And I'm like, "Yeah, tell him because we just waxed him on Monday Night Football." And then there's video. This shows bigger shook his hand,
3: and then he goes,
0: <laughs> "Well, he didn't shake my hand the right way. I mean, he just kind of ran." <laughs> like,
2: what? Because it was, was, it was funny. I, I initially sent that to you. Yeah, like, I know you did. The and I was like, am yeah, going. going to
0: explain it to you because Ooh, <laughs> it's not the dummy <laughs> of the week in this story. But, yeah, there is the a dummy of the week involved in this case. So, oh yeah. Anyhow, so just get, get uh, interceptions. Don't worry about handshakes, Richard. Let's just do the thing. It went football games. Go Niners. Um, all right, fellas. Well, that's it. Uh, thank you all for rolling with me. This, this was fun, and hopefully we'll have you back on soon, Dwayne, as we go deeper into Crisis and Batwoman and all these, these uh, Batman casting
1: announcements. Yeah, I'm going to go watch Flash right now. Thanks for the invite.
0: Indeed. All right, fellas. Thank y'all. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.